everyone, welcome to episode 5 of 3 Dudes with Booze. Once again, we are back. I'm Steven, along with EJ and Matt. Hey guys, how are you? What's up, dude? What's up? How's it going? Going pretty good. Did you answer for us just then? <laughs> <laughs> you know, by my help. Quick on the draw. Yeah, try to be. So, guys, this week we're discussing guilty pleasures uh, with a focus on food. That includes fast food, snacks, and just overall things that we... The shitty shit that we like. Yeah, that we like, that we've tried. That we don't like. Exactly. And that we don't like, yeah. Things that we tried and, you know, have an opinion on. So, looking forward to that. Maybe some things that we haven't tried but still have an opinion on. Because we like that. So, before we get to the the show and we have Matt give us some more details on the topic, as always, I want to stop and talk about our drinks tonight because once again we have three drinks that we're enjoying and i think this week i'll let ej go first with his selection sure yeah we i think we actually themed it out but not on purpose we didn't talk to each other about this we did not and uh we kind of fuck it it's spooky season isn't that what they're saying now i'm so scared (laughs) on the thing right it's, so, it's spooky season. It's it's we season. we used our ESPN and we we chose the same type of shit. Ooh. <laughs> so tonight I am yeah that's right we're actually doing this at night now. It's not ten in the morning for Steven. But uh, thankfully it's kind of, it's kind of weird drinking at night. You know? I know I'm I'm not used I, to. I like, usually only drink at like ten a.m. on a Sunday. But that's that's the I only mean, time we ever drink anymore. Uh, but I am drinking um, St. Arnold puts out every year their Pumpkinator. It is their pumpkin beer. They've done it since I think 2009 was the first year they did it in their Divine Reserve. 2009 was the Pumpkinator. And they have used the same recipe ever since, which I actually have a bottle that I've been aging from uh, 2013. And I thought it was going to be complete shit and probably not even drinkable. But uh, besides a little loss of carbonation, all the flavors have intensified, and it is pumpkiny goodness. Definitely spooky. That's vintage right there. It is king vintage. What's the ABV on that? I don't even know if it's printed on the label. That was before they had to do that. I don't know. I think it was pretty pretty high. I want to say it was pretty high. Yeah. I, don't remember. Uh, I will have to get back to you on that. But it is definitely a lot of beer because it is a bomber. So I'm drinking. What is it? A bomber's a pint and six ounces. So. Sounds about right. So uh, I've got 11 Below Brewing Oktoberfest. It's a Marzen. It is, uh, in case you're wondering, 5.3% ABV. And this is from Houston, Texas. Who is nice. it by? 11 Below Brewing. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, just to follow back up with you, this uh, 2013 Pumpkinator was 10%. Okay, yeah, it's not, yeah. I think usually that's they're a, around 10 for their Pumpkinators, so yeah, that sounds right. Uh, cool, guys. Well, this week I have a beer that's brewed by Joseph Bra Brewing in San Jose, California, and mm. it's called Howling Gourds Pumpkin Ale. This beer, right when I poured it and took a whiff, there's a huge pumpkin spice smell, which makes sense, pumpkin ale, right? But when you drink it, it's 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 not quite that strong, but there's definitely like a lingering taste of pumpkin, which is nice. So yeah, do you overall, have to? Do you have to? Have to what? Do you have to let it linger? <laughs> <laughs> it's, good, it's a good song. It's a pretty solid pumpkin ale. Um, most of the time, I don't really drink these because 
they're seasonal, first of all. But also, usually pumpkin taste is just too overpowering. But this one, I wouldn't mind having again uh, the, you know, before the season ends. Check it out. It's a nice beer. We should but, also start off the show like we've been doing the last, uh, I guess, one shows in a row. And we should do a shot of Campari. I'm telling you, oof, the more I drink, the more I'm like, man, this is great. Yeah, so this week's topic, like I mentioned, is um, guilty pleasures focus on food and I'm going to let Matt take the wheel here and just give us some more detail about that. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, well, I figured we can just kind of share our opinions on fast foods, what we like and what we don't like. And then, you know, after that, maybe just some other, other junk foods, you know, guilty pleasure type foods. What do you guys think about and how do you feel about the, PSL everything that happens this time of year. Are you? Do you buy it? Do you jump into it? Do you get one? Yeah. I have never actually tried an, an actual PSL. Never had the pumpkin spice I, latte. I, I've never had it. I've, I've, I I kind of want to try it just to see what it what it tastes like since there's so much you know talk about them. But I've, I've never bought one. I feel kind of like weird ordering one <laughs> at, at Starbucks. You know, well, there's like two options. You can either have your you can, you can either have your girl get the PSL for you, or you mm-hmm. can just use the uh, the app and pull up and say you're picking up for whatever name, and then uh, they might assume that you're just a favor driver. Oh, that's true. Or you could just get two drinks, even if it's just for you. You know, just get like just get some like lot la- regular latte for yourself. I'll have the strongest the blackest PSL. coffee you have and one <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. One PSL, yeah. You did, do you, that. did you drive off and hurl the black coffee at the uh, the people sitting on the patio and go buy a <laughs> pair of Uggs for your pumpkin spice latte? <laughs> or you're like at the drive-thru, you just like take the pumpkin spice and like leave the other one sitting on the little thing. Like, Sir, you forgot the... Keep the change! <laughs> I think PSLs are overrated because... Have you had one? So you've no. tried it. No, he has answered it. He just said he didn't. So again, I'm very glad that earlier in this show, I said that we'd give opinions on things we haven't had because Steven has already proven that fact. Yeah. So exactly. How are you going to say it's overrated if you've never even tried it? Well, I guess just the general idea because it seems like people make a big deal about, oh, it's the season and go get one and go order one. But I think it just becomes a big. uh, So real quick, how many people watch and attend the World Series? How many watch and attend? Every year. Uh, I'm going to ballpark and say like... Would you say that the World I, Series I is overrated? I don't know if any are going to attend this year. Would you, would you say <laughs> that the World Series was overrated? That's different though because <laughs> you're talking about sports versus you know a, a beverage. Depends. Are the Astros in it? <laughs> exactly. We'll find out. I personally have had the pumpkin spice latte. How dare you? Oh, I did. And let's, let's, hear, let's hear your opinion. Not my cup of tea. Not my cup of coffee, actually. Not my cup of coffee. Um, it's uh, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah. It's uh, definitely not my style, but I can see how um, one could appreciate it between October and December sixth. I, I guess I feel like right around there. That's when you switch over to the peppermint latte, right? Or the eggnog. Speaking uh, of the peppermint latte, I kind of like that. 
I've See? had that before. Here we go. Peppermint latte. The peppermint mocha. Yeah. I, I have not had that. I'm but I'm not a big it, fan of the chocolate peppermint combo. Oh. It's good. Um when it when it's cold outside. It's gotta be cold, but yeah. It, it's a good combination of flavors, I'd say. Now yeah, you could be you could be very um very manly and pull up and order the uh pumpkin at th- this year they have the pumpkin spice uh cold brew. So you kind of sound like you're cool when you're doing it. You're like, yeah, I'll just have the cold brew. You know what? Let me go ahead and get that pumpkin spice cold brew. To where it sounds like it was a complete afterthought, but you you came there on a mission, you dirty dog. <laughs> yeah, the cold brew is always a solid choice, no matter. Is it a nitro cold brew? I don't know if they do it on nitro. They they uh, definitely <laughs> have uh, have all those fun. I think there's like an almond cloud cream or some i don't know cloud usually cream? usually usually what i get is just the, <laughs> the the either the black nitro cold brew or black cold brew that's 99 percent of the time all i get i might that's change good. it up if, if it's chilly outside i might get an americano how dare you also a good choice so you know speaking of like after like after december 6th uh they have the eggnog latte which is a pretty solid latte I, if I remember right, though, I feel like actually I think both of you two are pretty big eggnog fans. Heck yeah! So I actually I do like eggnog. I'm a, I'm a fan. I mean, who and, doesn't like a melted milkshake? Yeah, I was gonna say a like, lot of people. I feel like a lot of people say they don't like eggnog, but they've probably never even tried it before. Yeah. They don't even know. From from but, culinary standpoint, eggnog is more or less is just a ice cream base that isn't frozen. That's all it is. Makes sense. Why don't they make eggnog ice cream? Ooh, they do. It's called maybe vanilla ice cream. It. Vanilla ice cream does not taste like eggnog. Yeah, dude, that's all it is. All right, so next time I have vanilla ice cream, I'm going to put some uh, nutmeg on it and yeah. then just call it and like eggnog ice cream. Straight up, that's all it is. I feel like, although, because each year during Christmas time, I, you know, I get a little bottle of it, and when you pour it into a cup... Wait, I mean, do you go booze or no booze? So actually, I've tried booze the last couple of years. Um, it you just depends. Brandy, or do you go whiskey? I just do whiskey. Um, and then I, I, I had a few rum too, right? Or, or there's I think so. Soco. I think so. Soco, I know, is a thing. And there's a few. There's a few like already pre-made like alcoholic eggnogs. Which oh, I've seen that too. Yeah. Haven't really tried, but yeah, eggnog is sneaky because you have like you know half a cup and you've, you've had like what ten thousand calories already. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, I like a, how yeah. I totally thought he was gonna be like it's sneaky. You drink a little bit and you don't know you're drunk, but instead he's like, no, you drink a half a cup and you've eaten four Big Macs. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, no, you don't. You do not want to look at the label, like the nutritional yeah. facts label, and see that. Well, like I said, hundred percent saturated it's fat. And it's, think, it's think like about it, think about it like eating ice cream. That's what it is. It's it's like. If you fill up a pint glass of eggnog, think about eating a full pint glass of ice cream. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. That's why it's delicious. I was gonna say at least ice cream. Like when you eat it, at least like you know you're eating ice cream, which probably isn't gonna obviously like isn't isn't a low calorie food. But eggnog, you think oh it's the holidays. I'm in the spirit, but then you you know what they you know. say nobody gains weight in the holidays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that low fat eggnog. You know, it's the holidays. You drink it like once a year, so fuck it. You know. True. I do. I mean, I I have seen people that like fucking will go ham on some eggnog though. That will like take down a what because it comes in a half gallon, right? I'm not I'm not the biggest eggnog yeah. advocate, but I feel I feel like I remember seeing it in like half gallons, or you could get it in like quarts, I think too. I think quarts for sure. 
maybe half gallons and, then, uh, and half gallons yeah like you the can get mini bottles too yeah but yeah. uh i've seen some people take down some some nog but i also feel like if you're if you're only drinking eggnog and you're drinking alcoholic eggnog like all night i feel like that that would probably induce a little bit of vomiting yeah <laughs> like yeah, yeah that's like doing bad. a gallon challenge you remember that? Do people actually do that, or is that just like on the movies where like people have way too much eggnog? I think that's probably just in the movies. <laughs> Unless, I mean, like, I feel like people probably have like, let's have an eggnog. All right, let's do shots or something. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's it. We should, we should too definitely much do a uh, Christmas party version of this show. Yeah, yeah, we'll do Christmas traditions. That'll be a fun one. We'll drink eggnog. Our favorite eggnog, our favorite Christmas beverages. You could have wassail as long as it's got booze. Yeah, glutwein. I'm gonna have oh, yeah. um, the 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 abuelita cocoa with booze. Yeah. So guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I mean, I mean, I have to say, eggnog is one of my guilty pleasures because. Uh, I mean, hell yeah. No, me too. I know it's. I know how bad it is. You know, I've I've looked at the label. I've seen. You know how bad it is. But it. You know, it's something that just like you have. Once a year during December, and it's good. No, but so you were talking, you were originally talking about like an eggnog latte, right? Yeah. So, so along that same category, do you boys frappuccino? Every once in a while, yeah. I can't, I can't say that I have frappéed since high school. It's, I mean, I feel like, I feel like you're, I mean, it's not a coffee, right? Like there's barely any coffee in it. I think so. I used to drink them when I was like a lot younger. Now I basically don't ever have them anymore. But they do taste good. Yeah, it's dude, like basically like, like a, a milkshake. Yeah, yeah. Like the only frappuccino that I'll have nowadays is, is, is the green tea one. The matcha. It's, like, it's kind of like a green tea milkshake, pretty much. Yeah, that sounds good. I gotta say, I gotta say, there's nothing like for me at least. There's nothing more embarrassing than when you're like, "Fine, I'm. I really want a frappuccino because it's 110 outside, and this is going to be delicious." Mm-hmm. And then I forget to say no whipped cream, so I'm walking around wherever <laughs> I am with the big stupid cup with the big thing of whipped cream hitting me in the nose, like well, it's like the icy cup or whatever with the big <laughs> thing on top, <laughs> the dome, <laughs> big stupid whipped cream in your face with some like kind of caramel drizzle or something like that <laughs> i don't even like the whipped cream on it no it's gross it makes your like broke your mouth all <laughs> greasy it's weird it's not okay it's not okay i'll just say this i will make it my homework to uh try a psl psl and then, then remember all... to ask me next week or two weeks from now and i'll report back all right let's let's you know steve i think you should it's do it okay i will all right so yeah. moving on, I guess if I can throw out my my first thought about guilty pleasures besides eggnog, I have to say. So I know when I was in high school, I think I first heard of these, and they've been around obviously ever since. And did those you are something. I wish I did. Those are like, have you guys seen those? Um, I think they're little Debbie zebra cakes. <laughs> oh, those are good. Dude. Those are good. Dude. So I remember, I remember in elementary school, like you were a rich mother. If you had the extra twenty-five to seventy-five cents, maybe a dollar 
for with your lunch. Like you had been given this like little extra like bump so that you could either buy your ice cream, which was either a dream bar, which was like a orange sickle kind of thing or, or cream sickle. And, uh, or, or uh, what was it? A moo bar, which is basically like chocolate with uh, vanilla ice cream, the crunch bar, or you could get zebra cakes. Nice. Yeah. I remember yeah. zebra cakes were like the big one. Like people were like, Oh shit. Or if you were just like the poor kid, you're like, yeah, I got an extra quarter. You get a fucking extra chocolate milk. Nobody wanted that. Yeah. Chocolate milk and chicken nuggets don't mix, you f- school system. It's gross. That is, that is gross. <laughs> but I always drink plenty of milk. <laughs> now with vitamin R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I, I remember the zebra cake so very well. Not not my favorite of the little Debbie line, but I do remember the zebra cakes. Oh, so I'm gonna guess yours was the. Um, I'm gonna punch you in the face if you say oatmeal cream pie. How dare you, man? Those, those are so like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna say the um, the brownie. No, gross. The Star Crunch. Yeah. Damn it. Star Crunch, dude. I guess that. Chocolate caramel rice krispies. Come on, dude. I think there might have been like nougat in there too. It's basically a candy bar. How did they ever get passed along as like a lunch food? Like you're you're just eating candy. It's not. It's I think not they put real. a stop to that. <laughs> they, like I think they caught on and they're like, okay, we can't just like let all the kids eat sugar and nothing else. Kids are straight up eating cake for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're washing it down with, it. with chocolate milk. <laughs> but I mean, it was kind of just like it was just an add-on to whatever they serve for lunch, though, right? So it wasn't the only thing. Yeah, but I mean, like, think about what it was an actual add-on to. So it was an add-on to like your square pizza that got served with everybody's favorite be- vegetable at the time, corn. Yeah, I never understood the combination of pizza and corn. That was hmm. definitely a thing, though. Got to have a balanced meal. <laughs> they were still using that food pyramid, antiquated pyramid with. <laughs> Make sure to have your fruits and vegetables and shit tons of bread because that's at the bottom. <laughs> now they're like, whoa, this pyramid's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, um, I guess it'd be like tacos or whatever, like the. Where'd you go to school? You know where I went to school at. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure what day it was, but I know that some days they would serve like beans and cheese as a side for like certain like main, main courses <laughs> and i was always like you're right though it was like beans with like some shredded cheese that was melted over the top and it's like that's not a real thing at home my mom was never like oh here's some beans and cheese you know i mean like <laughs> we made beans right but there's never cheese involved really do you think so, anybody ever went through lunch line and was like beans and cheese so authentic probably <laughs> oh but, wow just like in mexico <laughs> but it, it, it's always weird to me like seeing it there i'd be like that's that's weird i mean I, I still eat it but it was just weird i remember you could like occasionally get pickled jalapenos there too like really? oh, no you know what it was served on nacho day yeah nacho day but nacho day was literally like canned chili canned cheese i feel like nacho day was probably the day that Lunch ladies were like, what else are we going to serve? I don't know. Just open some bags of chips and dump them on this tray with this fucking other two cans. That was, that's a dirty lunch. 
like I've 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 heard since you know was it the the presidency of two thousand and what well, it was the second term of Obama to where Michelle Obama kind of like changed around how schools can feed kids. Yeah, I've I've heard it's mm-hmm. it's changed around a little bit. I know some of those laws got kind of pulled back a little bit recently, but uh, definitely like that's for the better because I remember straight up having nothing but like Coke machines, vending machines mm-hmm. with like Doritos every day, and eating the crappiest of food even in elementary school. Yeah, I remember junior high. It was either like the regular trade lunch line or do you remember the, the the special bar? Yeah, and there'd be like ravioli, like canned ravioli, and yeah, you could buy canned or those those uh, like cheese stick things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was like pizza dough with like fake ass mozzarella cheese in there. Yeah, or that's also where you would buy you could buy nachos there too. I remember that, but uh, that's that's also where you would get your uh, all time favorite, the zebra cakes. That's true, and don't forget Fruitopia. Fruitopia, <laughs> the uh, the the Powerade before Powerade existed of uh, Coca Cola. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I ever tried Fruitopia. Seriously, Fruitopia yeah, was I like I don't remember ever trying it. I remember it, was, it being around. Yeah, it was like this like canned fruit drink thing, but it wasn't really a soda. But it wasn't really like juice either. Like it would say like zero percent juice from concentrate on the side. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like I can't describe it. it. It was like a grape soda, but not quite. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It wasn't carbonated. That's right. It wasn't. No, and it was like all high fructose corn syrup. Jeez. So it was like a grape drink. It was definitely fruit drink because there were different flavors. There's like a fruit punch, punch and stuff like that. I think they. I actually looked up Fruitopia not. I want to say a couple years ago just to see what happened to it. I think they still make a couple flavors, like a Canada or some shit. But uh, we should order a case of Fruitopia off the internet for like a thousand dollars and talk about our tasting notes. We should do a fruit, three dudes with Fruitopia. I feel like, oh yeah. I feel like now it might make a good mixer, maybe, but uh... I don't think so. I don't think so, bud. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's keep Fruitopia out of the U.S. <laughs> let's let's keep it up north with our top hat. We don't need that. <laughs> Good times though, good, good memories, kind of in high school. Except when I had you know heartburn, but you had heartburn um, in high school. Well, on Nacho Day. On Nacho Day, you know, <laughs> they, you said that you had never seen those beans and cheese before, but I have seen beans and cheese before, and that was with the pimento beans and. Uh, not pimento, the uh, pinto pinto beans and cheese that they used to serve at Taco Bell. <laughs> oh yeah, you remember? It came in a little cup. <laughs> I do remember that, man. Hmm. It was just shitty refried beans and cheese, literally. Oh, and it had the uh, the enchilada sauce over the top of that. Oh, that's so gross. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> it is, man. Like Stephen, what's your go-to order at Taco Bell? Oh man, you seriously? Yeah. Are we getting like really deep right now? Oh, we're um, getting deep right now. Let's let's do it. So okay, we're there, getting there's nasty. Kind of, there's kind of two two thoughts here. So depends if I'm on kinda, how drunk I am. Well, that's a whole different story. But if I'm hungry but not like not hangry, um, it's gonna be 
a cheesy gordita crunch, just one, and then a chicken quesadilla. Um, now, if I'm rolling through after night at the bar, oh man, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, not just about grande. Um, Love nachos, Bo Grande. Hey, tell me, tell me this: How many times have you ever rolled out of Taco Bell and you're like really drunk, and then you realize somehow you spent like twenty four bucks? Oh, many times. <laughs> actually, at a place that's hard to do at Taco like Bell. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. So actually, funny story. That's that's kind of a tangent right now. But so back in Houston, there's a place called um, I want to say. Not Chewy's. So man, Chachos. A, yeah, Chachos. Chachos. Yeah. Yes. Chachos. So there's Chachos. And then one night after the bar, I think EJ was there for sure. Matt might have been there. Um, and a friend of mine too. And we went there and I ordered nachos, but somehow <laughs> somehow like you ordered the full it. order. No, you got the King Kong. That was your mistake. You got like, the King Kong. Like somehow they gave me like a huge bowl of refried beans, and that's all. And, and just, oh, really? And, just, and I was like, I just nachos, nachos "It's build it, build it yourself, nachos." Low carb. <laughs> that that went in a completely different direction than I thought it was. Yeah, that's how I felt too. Because um, Chachos was like a regular size order of like nachos was like called a mini or whatever, and then there's like a quarter order, a half order, a full order. If you full, get the full, full order, order it's was like, like a twelve inch pizza pan full like, of nachos. It like fills up your table with nachos. It's enough for like <laughs> eight people. They basically <laughs> dump like two fifty three gallon brute trash cans of chips on the middle of your table. Fuck man, definitely. Do you remember they had, they had something called King Kong King Kong nachos there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like beyond the full order. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen that. But th- we're also talking about a place that has a breakfast quesadilla. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they have I, pretty much everything you can imagine. But oh, that you know what else you, they have there? Frozen Jack and Coke. Yeah, they were the first Frozen Jack and Coke that I ever saw. This was yeah, yeah, I think so. Probably back in like 2006, 2007. Taco Bell. So yeah, that, that's kind of, that's kind of my order. But besides that, I mean, I think some things that, that I used to get um, before they took them off the menu were, were the uh, the the roll ups or like the rollers. Um, the dollar, the dollar griller. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And the um, I think they had like a chicken burrito for a while that was pretty good, but. The shredded chicken burrito. I think so, yeah. I think I have gone pro with the Taco Bell menu. <laughs> let's let's hear it. So so I get I don't know if this is a thing anywhere else, but it's a uh, I, I get I get this like order anxiety to where I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna get like a fucking burrito and go home. And then I, I like usually I would probably say ninety percent of the time I'm pretty drunk when I get Taco Bell. And I'm sitting in the drive-thru, and I'm like, I'm just going to get something to fucking make sure I don't die in the morning. And I start ordering, and I'm like, I I basically read the menu to the people in there. I just start the top left and just start reading on down. And next <laughs> thing you know, I've got like $30 worth, and then I fall asleep before I eat any of it. No. No. <laughs> Or, or sometimes I wake up problem. and I'm like, why do I feel like shit? And I look at the <laughs> table and I'm like, oh my god. 
it it gets it gets kind of garbage, but usually there's some nachos in there. I used to do the seven have, layer burrito, but it's gone forever. Yep, I was. I a like fan. me some Taco Bell every once in a while. So I've I've kind of got a Taco Bell story. Um, you know, have you seen the commercials for that like gigantic nachos thing to where yeah. it's like a party nachos party pack or whatever it's like 10 bucks and it's just this giant thing of nachos is the is so the one time I was, for that a party in your mouth should be yeah so one day i was like i'll try it i'll i'm gonna just buy it for myself and just like see if see if i can finish it but uh yeah this is a pretty pretty terrible story <laughs> <laughs> anyway i couldn't finish it I, I got like probably halfway through. That's how much. That's how much nachos it actually is. So I actually bought. I bought one of those as well to share, and it, it was so disappointing because I feel like, first off, it's like a double sized nacho bel grande shoved into a box that is about what I like feel, almost I feel like, like it's more than double. Yeah, yeah, probably double or probably more than double, probably like triple because it's it's almost a two foot long box that it comes in, right? But yeah. It really is. It's huge. As we all know with Taco Bell, they have hits and they have misses when you go to different locations. And mm-hmm. at this location that I was at, I guess, was a uh, big miss because when I got back, there were probably 5,000 chips in there and enough shit to go on top for maybe like six. Mm. Yeah. See? It was it was pretty terrible, but I feel like, dude, I've I've watched them work in the back of there. Everything's in a fucking squirt gun. I feel like they would have to stop me and be like, "Yo, dude, you use like three months worth of nacho cheese this month. I need you to chill." And maybe it's that manager at that location is like, "Oh, you gotta you're using food too cost, much stuff. You food cost, bitches, food cost." You saw we had to get rid of the black olives. <laughs> <laughs> Do you Speaking remember, of black olives, do you remember back in like <laughs> like <laughs> go on? I'm don't, I'm very intrigued now. No, Taco Bell used to put black olives on everything. Yeah, that's a <laughs> now they. <laughs> so, do you remember when they uh, they stopped using green onions because of like salmonella? And then yeah, they were yeah, like, there was a whole big like green onion thing. Like, and they were like, it's had... all at Taco Bell. Was... <laughs> and then they took them off, and they were like, <laughs> they're like, nobody's ever gonna fucking notice. We're not bringing these back. <laughs> so they took they literally took like half of the fresh ingredients off the menu because <laughs> they, no nobody will notice. <laughs> but but who the hell needs green onions on their nachos anyway? It's I don't like, fucking know. That's not a thing. But also, do you think that the black olives were a thing on the menu because for quite a while there was the Taco Bell Pizza Hut mashup places? Hmm. No, I think it's just white people tacos. <laughs> Dude, so actually, some white person somewhere was like, "Oh yeah, olives. We got to put olives on our on our enchiladas or whatever." But I gotta say, how, so so, I, I how do you feel about those mashup fucking restaurants? Where you drive up and it's like a Taco Bell KFC. The one over by my house right now is the Cinnabon uh, Shalotskis. Shalotskis, that's a good. Yeah, one. that's I, I'm like. Like you're gonna murder somebody if you order off this menu, a well, fucking a fucking cinnamon roll the size of a beanbag chair and a goddamn sandwich the size of my head. No, I was gonna say. So near me, I have the KFC Taco Bell combination, mm, and I've got one near me. I have to say, I've had some surprising like voices on the on the box because I, I usually order like whatever you know tacos and nachos, and then 
a small coleslaw because uh <laughs> you know you gotta feel like you're eating healthy yeah, exactly. well, I, I got a salad just balance it out <laughs> I got a salad now that salad's dressing as mayonnaise but whatever you know yeah, I had coleslaw for dinner and a nachos bel grande. It's all right. It's all right. I had nine mean burritos, but I had some cold slaw. So, you know, I'm going to be regular. Oh, dude. Actually, the worst part about some of the burritos there is that so sometimes you order a burrito and it has sour cream in it. And like the person making it doesn't care. So, so they'll just squirt sour cream on one end of it. <laughs> and you bite into it. It's all sour cream. <laughs> I think the worst part about their sour cream is the the fact that it's low fat. If you're gonna fucking mm-hmm. put sour cream on something, dude, just go for it. Like, don't give me this bullshit low fat. I wonder if it was low fat before those like regulations came out to where you have to like post your nutritional info for every <laughs> item on your menu. You know, it's probably just regular sour cream, and they're like, oh shit, like we gotta just start using low fat just so it doesn't. They were, look like you're going to have a heart attack. They were, like, they were like, Frank, the fucking Soft Taco Supreme is 900 calories more than the Soft Taco. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> I, I do think it would be, like, really cool to be, like, an R&D chef for Taco Bell. Like, you've got fucking nine ingredients, so you just use them 400 ways. Like, nothing nothing changes. That That's probably my dream job, actually. Yeah. Like, I'd love to just invent new Taco Bell stuff. Just rearrange the ingredients in different ways. They would they would be like, hey, you just invented a fucking burrito again, idiot. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, fuck you. Grilled. <laughs> <laughs> I put a crispy taco shell in it. <laughs> so I wrapped a tortilla around a, a chalupa or whatever. It's a crunch wrap. Remember when you put Doritos in your sandwich as a kid? You ever try it in a taco? <laughs> So, have you guys tried the um, the breakfast menu at Taco Bell? I have not. I can't say that I. I have. think one time, one time I tried breakfast there. I don't even. I don't remember what I, I got. You know what I did too. I remember specifically waking up early to try it. Like I was like, I I, I thought to myself, I was like, you know what, fucking Tuesday. That's the day I'm going to try this because it was like right when it was coming <laughs> out, and I was like, I've got to fucking like, I got to try this waffle taco. Because it's it's they've got waffle tacos, right? That was a thing that they had for a second. I think so. Don't they have something like where the egg is the taco shell? Oh fuck, I don't know, but I wouldn't try that. It's sounds fucking. I don't know about that. But <laughs> I know they have like a... I feel like they have something where the egg is like the the shell of the taco, or they did at least for a while. Fuck, you know what they call that? That's handheld diarrhea. <laughs> I know they had like you mean, a. You mean Taco Bell? <laughs> I know they had like a a crunch wrap supreme with egg or something like that. Oh. God, I like that. That hurts my heart thinking about it. <laughs> but so, the thing about Taco Bell, though, is that it, I mean, it, it it gave way to all of these other spots that were even shittier than Taco Bell, like Taco Cabana, Del Taco. Uh, what what's the other one? Taco Ca- Casa Taco. <laughs> Oh, ta- Taco ca- Casa. I-, I feel like it's probably called Taco Casa. Yeah, they say Casa. <laughs> Taco Casa. <laughs> so, Stephen, out, out, out where you are, Del Taco is a big thing, right? It is, yeah. So, have you had any Del, Del Taco experiences? So, actually, um, 
I did, but actually there was one back in Houston um, for a while. It was on it was on Westheimer, kind of by I think Fuzzy's Pizza. I want to say San Felipe and like Westheimer. Um, maybe not quite drop. that that far down, but um, yeah. So I, I had it there, not here, but uh, so I'm not sure if here it's better or maybe worse. But I know in Houston it, it wasn't probably that, the same shit. It wasn't that great. It was it was very. It was like first of all they serve you fries, which I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want fries as a burrito. I mean, I mean, Taco Bell did that for a second. They had the nacho fries. Not nacho fries. Yeah. Which did you guys ever try those? I I tried the nacho fries, the ones with the toppings on it. Did not you ever the ones get them by themselves? Dip. Like it was the by themselves one. Did you ever get those? Where you just dip it in the nacho cheese? Yeah. It was. It was. No, I didn't try those. They were basically like if you were to take some taco seasoning and dump it on some french fries, but then accidentally spill an entire container of MSG all over it, that's <laughs> basically what it tasted like. Like I, I remember eating them and being like, I don't know why I keep eating these. They're like really bad. And I just kept going and I'm like, it's, it's like crack. I don't know what's going on. And I was like, oh, there's like 400 calorie or 400 grams of MSG all over these. But were they? I, can't I mean, like, stop eating. It feels too good. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, MSG <laughs> is the fucking catnip for people. Like, were the fries like, uh, like oven fries, or like what kind? Like, what kind of fries were they? Oh, they were gross. They were these like soggy. Like, they were they were not that good. They're they're like like battered. They're like long john silver fries. fries. Long john oh, silver okay. style. Though, although long john silver fries, straight up little malt vinegar. Dude, I remember the hush puppies are good. The hush puppies. I need to go to Long John Silver's. I was actually thinking about this recently. Like I've maybe been to a Long John Silver's once in my entire life. I need to try it again. I, I, I there used to be one near Bear Creek where I grew up, and I remember going there a, a few times. And I remember there was like the indoor seating was really weird to me, to where it kind of felt like it was a restaurant. Like this is my memory of being like you know six and going in there and. They gave you these fucking pirate hats to wear. Now, <laughs> hear me out. If any restaurant in the entire fucking world gave me a pirate hat to wear right now, I would be there every goddamn day. <laughs> that was the most brilliant marketing tool ever. And if if anybody does that ever again, game over. Thank wow. you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so box off. I mean, I used to go there as a kid, and it was it was okay, but it was never like it was obviously never like you know real seafood. Fuck, I didn't know any better. Yeah, <laughs> my Dude, my mom I... never cooked fish or anything ever in that in, at home. Like it was fish was not like really a staple in my household. So like going there, but... I was like, "What the fuck, dude? This is another animal. This is weird. I love it. It's exotic." <laughs> I got to point out one thing that I think. EJ knows, Matt probably knows as well, which is uh, which is Jack in the Box has one burger being it has gross food and it has some good food too. God, no, it doesn't. There's nothing good. Oh, I don't even want him to talk about this next subject, dude. Come on, the ultimate, oh. cheeseburger, the ultimate cheeseburger. Fuck. <sighs> I used to like the bacon ultimate cheeseburger. Like I used to get that. I used to like that. The Bacon Ultimate Cheeseburger, which probably has more <laughs> calories, saturated fat, or whatever than any other thing on any other like fast food menu. Fuck that any other menu at all. Like You could probably eat an entire cow and be healthier. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say that I've had it recently. Well, 
semi recently, and I don't even I don't I don't like it anymore. It's because it's fucking it's, beyond garbage. I I don't I don't even really like any of uh, Jack in the Box's burgers. Their their meat just kind of sucks, in my opinion. I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was like in the late '80s, early '90s, a bunch of Jack in the Box, like because they were they were franchised out. Oh, I remember. Yeah, they got they in killed trouble people. for using. <laughs> well, that too. They did kill people. <laughs> I thought that's later. what you were going to talk about. No, but they got in trouble for using kangaroo. What? Yeah. Like in Australia or what? Nope. Here in the U.S. of A. Wow. But they did that, kill. Is people that illegal? Too. They killed. They is it killed, against the law? They killed like eight too. people, didn't they? Yeah, they, they had like undercooked meat somehow. Yeah. I always kind of wondered like how do you how does like a place like Jack in the Box that has like thin little burger patties like kill people with raw meat? Yeah, I don't get or that. Or undercooked meat. It was equal Oh, okay. Yeah. That means that their meat was not handled very no, well. Cross contamination. Yeah, that's gross. Four children <laughs> died. 178 victims were left with permanent injury, including kidney and brain damage. That's even worse than I thought it was. Yeah. Dude, to me, Jack in the Box is like the worst of all fucking fast food. It kind of is, but I'd have to say, I guess, as like a guilty pleasure, there are some things that are okay. (sighs) Man, I I gotta say, like, I, I think I've, I think I might have either outgrown Jack in the Box or something happened to where I was just like I cannot fucking Jack in the Box ever again because I used to be like a like there uh what was the one that I would always get the fucking uh potato wedges with cheese and bacon I was all about mm-hmm. that shit uh the fucking egg rolls for a little bit I was all about like who the what fucking fast food place has egg rolls that's I don't trust you already but the tacos Jack in the Box tacos now let me tell you about somebody that fucking takes a taco Mashes everything inside, including the iceberg lettuce, and then fries it. <laughs> That's yeah. filthy, dude. All I'm saying is, when but you're the, drunk and you have a taco, you, that's I'll heaven. Eat their ta- okay? I'll eat the tacos. You know, so gross though. Like, okay, like, I acknowledge that it, it's that, that they seem really like weird and whatever. No, but they, they don't seem weird. They right. gross, Matt. Okay, it seems <laughs> gross, but. <laughs> It's fried lettuce. <laughs> oh yeah. So okay. 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 But here's the question: Do you eat it sober or do you eat it fucking drunk? Drunk. Both. Oh, oh that's my god. Dirty. You're dirty. No. Okay. So we're talking about Jack in the Box, though. Their curly fries are fucking awesome. <sighs> yeah, they are. I like the curly you know fries. And I'll fucking even go dirtier. They're curly flat fries with their, we don't call it ranch, but buttermilk sauce. Give me some of that fucking That's buttermilk good. sauce with that with that curly fry. Oh, yeah. Do you like their jalapeno poppers? I like the jalapeno <laughs> poppers. But here's yeah. the other thing, though. If you eat a large curly fry and a fucking jalapeno popper, like, your gut is pissed at you. Yeah, but, I mean, that's just kind of like the price you pay. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you got to know going into it, like, all right. You know, well, that's, my that's body's why, gonna that's, hate it. But that's that's why my question was: Do you go into it drunk, or do you go into it completely sober? I don't know that I could do that sober. These these are these are fucking drunk drunk decisions. I'll take a large curly fry, like the the large jalapeno poppers, and a couple of like ninety nine cent tacos. <laughs> I'll take the exact, tacos for ninety nine cents. 
I'll take the same order. I have those like buttery burgers now. I've never tried it. What the fuck is that? They're like frying it in butter. I don't know what they do, but I've never tried it. Butter butter burgers are delicious. Like the concept of a butter burger is delicious. So you basically take a fucking thin burger patty, like a smash patty, right? And you put it on cast iron and then you put a little pat of butter over it and you let it melt. And it kind of basically bastes your meat for you. Now, what Jack in the Box is doing, I don't know because somebody tells me they're not using proper culinary technique back there. I'm not sure, but I'm going to go ahead and guess <laughs> not. Something tells me you're right. Speaking no, of burgers, though. I was going to say, because EJ kind of went on the rant about the, the tacos, tacos being dirty, which I agree, but <laughs> I'll go ahead and just, just give you another level to that dirtiness. Um, oh, shit. You take a taco... <laughs> You dip it in the, the ranch sauce. Oh. Yeah. Uh, ranch goes on everything. Ranch goes on tamales. Am I right? Once a year, yeah. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've also seen uh, ranch hit pizza with this guy. Everyone does that. Nope. Uh, I don't. <laughs> what, what else? What is the weirdest thing you put ranch on, Steven? Hmm. Good question. I, I, I don't know. Um, probably... Probably like um, like spaghetti. Oh, that's filthy. <laughs> I can honestly say I've never tried that. <laughs> never tried that. Never. But I mean, I guess it makes sense, though, if you're putting it on pizza already, right? So there you it's go. The tomato sauce ranch dressing thing. So and Matt, also, what, no, go on, go on, go on Oso Blanco. Quickly, I remind you, I'm the same guy who put sugar on chicken tenders. Uh, sugar tenders. Sugar tenders. Oh, sugar tenders over there. So. I'm surprised Matt, you brought that up. <laughs> Matt, what is your most used condiment? Ooh, I don't know. Brand specific. I, I, I mean, I like Hellman's mayo. I like Ooh. Heinz ketchup. See, I'm a Duke's mayo all the way. 110%. I've never I've never really tried it. Okay, if but you, maybe I'll, I'll give fuck, it a try. Man, that's that is something like I if I could be sponsored by I would get a Duke's mayo tattoo. Duke's mayo is something right. that I I am strongly passionate about in fact in any restaurant that i've ever worked in i've made sure that that is the only mayo that comes in that back door all right i'm gonna try it then yeah i've always just used helpman's like you know forever definitely don't like miracle whip nah jump on that duke strain man the yellow label hmm. steven's favorite thing in the world i'm guessing it is a store brand ranch dressing no come on it's, dude um, hidden valley you get your hidden valley. I was trying to think what's the, what's the name of the like the, the Walmart brand? Fuck great, great value. value. Yeah, <laughs> great value ranch. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um no, I mean it's kind of it's kind of hidden valley and the upper tier um but the upper tier. <laughs> <laughs> so if you buy ranch from from the grocery store, it's not doesn't taste the same as like when you have ranch as a dipping sauce at a restaurant. Do you know why that it, is? It's like not even close. Do you know why? Well, because they make it from scratch at the restaurants, sort of, and it's made with all kinds of preservatives and not really junk. No. So basically, when they make it in restaurants, for the most part, most places will buy the um, the Hidden Valley Ranch like dry packets, right? And then mm-hmm. what you do is you mix. Almost equal parts mayonnaise and equal parts sour cream. So it's something that could go bad on a store shelf. Okay. But it's actually got dairy in it. That's good to know. Yeah. 
So it's 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 more of a ranch dip when you get it at a restaurant. Yeah. And it's more of the like weird ranch dressing when you get it in the supermarket. So what I, what I have noticed though is if you buy it from the cold section, like where the salads are, if you buy your ran- the the dressings there, right? Like if you buy the ranch, whatever brand, you know, there's a few different brands that are sold where the the lettuce is sold. It's actually a lot better than if you buy like and that's what I'm saying. The ranch off the there yeah. you go, <laughs> <laughs> mystery solved. Hmm. The more you know. Do, 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 do. Who's your favorite fast food burger, Matt? My favorite, as a Texan, obviously, is Whataburger. By there far. We like, there we go. Hands down, Whataburger is the best. And I'm not just saying that because, like, you know, because other people say it. I love Whataburger. It's true. Steven, living on the West Coast, best burger? Oh, man. So, honestly, I guess over here on the West Coast, the typical... Places like no, 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 I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know the typical. I want to know your favorite, even though you live on. What's your favorite fast food burger, at least in America? Fast food? Oh man, in America, Uh, America. Oh okay. Um, I gotta say, like, and I, I miss this because there's times when I'm like, man, I'm gonna go by tonight, and I I realize there's not one for like a thousand miles, and that's the Whataburger. Um, (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You know. Here on the West Coast, I guess you got your Carl's Jr., you got your In-N-Out, you got your uh, Carl's Jr. is not bad. Carl's Jr. is okay. not bad. It's, it's okay. not bad. Yeah, Carl's Jr. is good. We used to, we used to have for a little while. We had them in Houston, but I think they're all gone I think they, now. They but, skedaddled. But you know what? Yeah. Fuck off with your zucchini fries. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can say that I've had Carl Jr. a few times, and it's good. Plus, I mean, do you remember the Super Bowl commercials? Hi. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Uh. I think my favorite by far is Whataburger. And then close second for me, I really like Shake Shack. Shake Shack is pretty good. I had it once and it's good. I feel like I ordered the wrong thing though. I feel like if I went back again, I'd definitely be a lot better at ordering because I ordered a single. And no, I realized always, that, that Shake Shack. Mistake. Yo, so anytime <laughs> I like how I just got super straight. Yo, so, uh, <laughs> no, so like any time that it's a smash patty, you got to get double. Just like I feel like Whataburger is you've you've lost it if you don't at least get the double. You've do got you got get- to get the double at Whataburger too. Exactly. So if it, it, is it has the right patty, proportion of meat and cheese and bread and all the everything, and that's if why you get a single delicious. Whataburger, it's not the same. And fuck all the naysayers that say shredded lettuce and diced onions—that's gross. No, that's delicious. Also, mustard should come standard. Yeah. Get your ketchup away from a hamburger. I'm sorry. I don't like ketchup on a burger. May, you know, mayo is an acceptable topping on a hamburger. But, ketchup, or ketchup condiment, whatever. Like it's not okay. Here comes Steven. I feel yeah. like it's be different. What's that? Unless you're mixing. You could like mix like you know uh, like ketchup and mayo and mustard or whatever if you want to, I guess. So, but. so here's, here's the thing, though. Like burger sauces. I feel like there are some burger sauces out there that are really, really good that usually are basically mm-hmm. like a mixture of like ketchup, mayo, mustard. And they're, they, they usually throw in like garlic powder or like chopped pickles or something like that. And they're really or delicious. Or whatever, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, keep your ketchup off my burger. I don't want a sweet burger. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Steven, what? Different places will put ketchup or mustard. 
um, on burgers, and I, I'm more of a mayo guy. Or uh, we were just talking about how how the default at Whataburger is uh, is mustard. Mustard. Yeah. But also at Whataburger, I feel like half the fun is seeing how many fucking stickers you can get on the outside of your burger. <laughs> True. You know my go to my go to order at Whataburger is. I believe it's the number two, which is the double meat patty, right? I right. add cheese. Meat, yep. I get jalapenos yep. on there. Yep. And then ninety percent of the time, I get bacon. Nice. Bacon, yes. That's that's like the number one. Well, if if you're ordering like the regular burgers, not like the the specialty burgers, yeah, that that's the best. Is color me stupid? I would eat a fucking a one thick and hearty. Hell yeah. They don't have them anymore. They haven't had them in years. But they're delicious. And they're the best. No, chicken, no, that is my favorite. That chicken tender fucking sandwich that they have? No. No? No? Here's the move. You get it off the Texas toast, you put it on a bun. The Texas toast Could gets soggy and it's gross. Yeah. I used to love, a year or two ago, while we were changed their chicken sandwich, and now it's totally different. It used to be on the wheat bun with a pretty good filet or like whatever it's called, like a piece of chicken breast. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken breast. And it used to be great, but now it's totally different and not the same. And yeah, it's kind of sad. I, I feel like they actually used to like take chicken breast and like cut them down in house. Like, back yeah, in the day. but they probably changed it because we were like, Oh, we're spending too much time cutting fucking chicken breast. So yeah, here's the solution, which is garbage sandwich. So I had a, a Whataburger chicken sandwich like one time a few years ago just to try it like see if it's any good and it sucked so like I never ordered a chicken sandwich there again but they just came out with a spicy chicken sandwich and I tried it a couple days ago and it was good like it yeah? was surprisingly really Is good it like yeah. a breaded spicy chicken sandwich like fried yeah it's a breaded okay. breaded spicy chicken sandwich and it's the kind where like on the inside of the breading there's like Red stuff, so you yeah. know they like you know before they put the breading on, they actually they like dredge it, dipped it or marinated it, yeah, yeah, in, in some some sort of like spicy stuff, and it was good. Right. So, so that I was guess, surprising. I, I thought it was gonna could, suck. We could jump on this best fast food chicken sandwich because that's I mean that's the hot topic right now. Everybody and their mom's doing a chicken sandwich. Hmm. Let me just say all the hype on the Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. It's not that good. I thought it was all right, but you have to get the spicy. You can't get the original. No, I, I got the spicy chicken sandwich, but they don't even use the sp- like Popeye's spicy chicken is like awesome, but they didn't even use like the spicy chicken for the the chicken patty. It was just agree. like a regular chicken patty. I would I would agree with they, that. They it's put definitely like some ch- not, chipotle it's not, mayo it's or something. Not, it's not nearly as spicy as like their actual spicy. Yeah, which would their spicy yeah. fucking chicken's not spicy. It just has more of a fucking. It's got something to it. I like I like Popeye spicy chicken. It, it's really good, but I feel like if they would have used that same recipe to make the the chicken patty or whatever for the spicy chicken sandwich, it would have been fucking awesome. So so but, then then back to it. Politics aside, best chicken sandwich. I like for spicy chicken sandwich. I actually like the Wendy spicy chicken sandwich, and for a rake, well, Chick Fil A obviously Chick. You know, again politics aside. Every, Everyone likes Chick Fil A, the the taste of the food, and I do like this like like the classic Chick Fil A sandwich, like the the non spicy, just classic Chick Fil A sandwich. It's really good. You know, I'm a fan of simplicity though. Like I like simplicity mm-hmm. when it comes to sandwiches. Just burgers, the chicken anything, and yeah. the pickles and the bun. It's good. Yeah, 
So I would agree with you. Spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Fuck yeah, dude. All day long. I hate that I like the Chick-fil-A sandwich. I won't go there anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I just won't go. Like I, the, the, I, I pretty much stopped. You know, yeah. Unless I'm going with someone, you know. Yeah. and If it's I someone also, else's idea, like, for sure, let's go. I also you know, like their fucking waffle fries. Yeah. Like well, I mean, I agree. Um, I'd say Wendy's, I, I like. Um, haven't had the... Um, I haven't had Popeye's chicken sandwich, so I can't really compare. But uh, I'd say Wendy's and, um, yeah, that's kind of, kind of my go-to, or at least the one I've had recently. So burger, I mean, Whataburger definitely is top tier. I mean, besides that, fast food-wise, I don't know. Once in a while, I'll do Jack in the Box, but I'm probably drunk. That's or, garbage, dude. No, well, it's straight know. garbage. No, it's straight garbage. Dude, sourdough Jack, man. No! They're fucking I get, fake I get the curly milk. fries, I get the jalapeno poppers, and then, like, you know. He also gets diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, but the, it, it just comes with the territory, you know. Yeah, I think that like have you have you had Shake Shack, Stephen? I have had it. Yeah. So Shake Shack was originally from uh, it was it was Danny Meyer, um, same guy who was from the house side of Eleven Madison in New York, which is oh, three Michelin star three Michelin star restaurant, and it was literally located right outside of this three Michelin star restaurant. But then he kind of chained it out. But he did it in a way to where it's like each of these Shake Shacks hit different markets. Like like the one here uses, you know, bread that's baked here, ice cream that's made here. They, they, they kind of like get in tune with what's going on around them in their markets, which is it's 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 kind of cool. Like there's no other like fast food place that does that. So, guys, I'll put it out there and, and you guys kind of just. Throw it back or or take it uh, or shit all over it. Smash burger, smash, smash burger. I had smash burger one time. I've never had smash burger. Not so like it. On this. <clears throat> so I didn't like it, and I don't even remember why. I don't remember anything about the burger. I just remember that like I didn't didn't see any reason to ever go back. Basically, yeah. Now so typically, what, typically so what do you I like, Stephen? I like the idea of smash burger, smashed burgers. I like that idea. But that goes back to the double patty that Matt and I were talking about. So what's your idea on that, Steven? What's your thoughts? Um, so actually I used to work like I used to work near a smash burger and for lunch. I totally was hoping you were gonna say you worked at a smash burger. <laughs> no, I, me, I used to work near a smash burger and we used to we used to order or go have uh have lunch, but yeah, I mean they're they're okay. Like I wouldn't go there just on my own to like get a burger, but if should, I'm I, there, should I give them a second chance? I'd say go ahead and try. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while. What are your thoughts, both of you, on uh, Five Guys? <gasps> oh, interesting. I'm, I'm really interested to hear hear what you guys have to say. I mean, go on, Steven. I guess my, my first thought is that it's pretty greasy there, but it's a burger, right? So I guess it's going to happen, but it tends to be overly greasy to where if you order to go, the bag's always like translucent, um, which is <laughs> kind of a. Kind of that's a, just because they dump a bunch of fries in the bottom of the bag. I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean the burger fries in a bag or something. What's they up? Just, they just put it in the bag. Yeah, so they put like a, a a little thing of fries, but then they dump some more in the in the bag just to like. They basically you, guess, like, like way portion. overfill their fries. Yeah. It's like a cup of fries, I think, from what I remember. Yeah. But they just like 
they basically fill up the cup of fries and then they dump more fries in the bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it fries all over my fucking catsups. But so the burger itself, isn't that, to me, isn't that great? I mean, I guess you, you can add toppings, like different things, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, overall, like, I, I wouldn't go there again. I wouldn't go there on my own just to have a burger from them, but, you know, that's I agree. My, my own opinion. I feel like they're always looking like- it next to a Walmart. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? E- EJ, have you ever tried it? I think I've had two. Two two times I've been there. Okay. But like, I cannot I, honestly tell you. Like I like the last time I probably tried it was probably like 2008. That it's probably the same for me because like you hear good things about it, but I tried it like a couple times when they first expanded it into our area. But I I never I never liked it. Like I wanted to like it just because they have so many toppings, you can customize it however you want. Like, like here's the thing: like, I remember, I remember what the dining room looks like more than I remember what the burger tasted like. Yeah, I just remembered it was just like there was nothing special about it. It just wasn't wasn't even that good of a burger, even though you can choose like basically limitless like combinations of toppings. Yeah, and I wanted to like it for that reason. I just wasn't impressed by it. No, I remember I. I like the only thing I remember literally is like how the booths looked, how the restaurant was set up, how you walk in. Like I remember all of is that. It like- I just remember it being like a pretty basic QSR restaurant. You walk straight in, you stand in line, you order at the counter, they bring it to your table. I don't remember a damn thing about their burgers. So and that should tell me, you something. That, that, yeah. It it kind of reminds me of like almost like uh I guess they're trying to be like an like an old school diner but they're not quite that but it's, do they have like shakes and stuff they have shakes yeah they have shakes really? um i think it's just really basic like shakes but yeah yeah like vanilla ice cream do you guys, with, do you guys get shakes with your burgers like if, if given a chance even at a diner do you get a shake with your burger i love shakes but i i have them i have them very rarely me too like I don't, I don't think I'm. I'm not like because I know there's like that whole thing of like, yeah, I get a burger and a chocolate shake. Like that's not my. That's if not I my get move. a shake, it's probably by itself. You know, it's probably just like I feel like uh, one day it's just like, oh, I really want a, a chocolate shake or whatever. Though full circle, so, have you tried the Dr Pepper shake over at Whataburger? Yes. And it was either that or the root beer shake. They I think I tried one? the Dr Pepper shake. Yeah, they had a root beer shake for a little while, but yeah, I really liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I remember Dr. Like, Pepper shake. It was good. Or the, the, sorry, yeah. the Dr. Pepper one. Steven wouldn't know because all he has is In N Out and all they have is like animal sauce shakes. Yeah. Speaking of In N Out, what's everyone's opinion on In N Out Burger? Boo. The world needs to know. It, I don't know. Is it, is it, there's the, the Gulf Coast versus the West Coast on In N Out Burger. Steven, what are your thoughts on In N Out Burger? As someone who lives on the West Coast. As somebody who's lived on both coasts, I don't really get the whole hype because I mean I've had it before. First of all, like the menu's pretty limited, so like you go order like and either a single or a double burger with you know with or without cheese, and then I guess you can put animal sauce on it, which is pretty much Big, Big Mac sauce. And uh, yeah, I'm just it's I mean the burger itself wasn't that great, so yeah, I'm just I don't get it. So. Recently, in the last few years, I've, I've traveled to a few markets that have had an In-N-Out burger, and it's kind of got, like, sort of the same appeal that Whataburger has here, that it's open, like, super fucking late, right? Yeah. It's not open 24 hours like Whataburger, and at 3 a.m., you can't get taquitos because that's another thing that exists there. 
True. But I got to say, like, their burgers aren't bad. But I have had their burgers and fries at the restaurant, which you have to eat immediately. And I've had them to go, which if you get them to go, everything is fucking dead by the time you get wherever you're going. Like, it's it's the worst fucking burger and worst fries that you've ever had if you ever get it to go. But that's that's so, the thing, too. They, they give you this, like, weird little contraption to eat out of to where, like, it encourages, encourages you to eat out of your car. But yeah. their fries, their fries are so their fries are also hand cut and like done in house, and that's the whole big thing is that everything's fresh. And you know, they if, if you look back there, like it is a cool little team that they've got going on, but it's not as good as Whataburger. It's not. I think that their burgers are good. They do have good burgers, but there's so much hype, it just does not even come close to living up to the hype. No, you know. It, but their but burgers again, are good. Do you think, do you you think need to get your burgers animal style, like yeah. double double animal style. Double it's double. Animal it's a good style. burger. Do you, get the, do you get the animal style fries too when you go? Yes. So it's just so their fries, just their plain fries, are not good. I mean, I guess they're hand cut, they're fresh or whatever. But like, there's there's no crispy fry there. Yeah, they're not. They're they're just I don't know. But whereas Whataburger fries are always style, crispy. Whataburger fries are are good. They're crispy it's like ninety five percent of the time. It's like kind of like McDonald's fries, except McDonald's fries are only like crispy fifty percent of the time, and Whataburger fries are like crispy ninety percent of the time. Absolutely. Yeah. It, uh, like in and out fries, you have to get animal style. You got to put like the sauce the, and the I, onions I can't remember. and the cheese. You have to say like special words and be a part of the cool club when you can order from In and Out, which is stupid. Yeah. One of the cool things is that you can ask them to. Uh, grill your bun they, they can toast your bun with uh mustard on it which is delicious by the way grilled mustard is really good they'll do that for you i can't remember what the call letters are that you have to yell at the <laughs> person in the paper the hat. secret menu says yeah, yeah. but it, it's cool that they do shit like that it's cool that they'll say you know you'll they'll take your regular onions and do them grilled or whatever but you can get you can get time, lettuce instead of your buns yeah what protein style <laughs> there you go. But at the same time, you can do the exact same thing at Whataburger if you just ask, and you get a cool sticker saying that you asked. But at In and Out, you just get the palm tree cup. I know here in California, usually if I if I drive by In and Out, there there's always a long ass drive through line. It's the exact same mm-hmm. here in Texas. Yeah, it's the ridiculous. Line can take you forever. Oh yeah, we yeah. So I I've, I've been to the one at uh, Katie here and here in the Houston area. And it was like just a ridiculously long line. So we went inside, even though COVID was going on, you know, they had the open, the the inside open. That's the only time I've had it here in Houston was at during COVID because yeah, at that, you can't eat in there, but you can order and take it out. Yeah. Oh, you could, you, you could eat in there when I was there. Okay. I probably went before you then. Yeah. Earlier on during the, the pandemic. Panda express. Not speaking a good, not speaking a good of no, nope, dude, not going there. People love it here for some reason. I don't get it. Really, Panda Express? That's a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. No way. People love it. I yeah. I avoided Panda Express for so long. I never even tried it, but I have tried it now, and it's it's you know if if you know what to order, <laughs> it, it's all right. Yeah, I've never well, I've never had it, but I'm gonna it. yeah continue not having it. 
Have either of you had uh, White Castle? Like from an actual oh, White Castle restaurant? Dude, I so... did in Minnesota probably like five years ago. Minnesota? I had one in New Jersey, and then I've had it in the White Castle that's on the Strip <laughs> in Las Vegas. Dude, so, Matt, so <laughs> is the White Castle in Vegas near the Harrah's? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was there not too long ago, and I and uh, I mean, it's obviously it isn't like gourmet cuisine, but no. for the experience, I thought it was gourmet. Cool. I thought fucking Gordon Ramsay was back there grilling my little delicious onion. They wouldn't make a movie about it if it wasn't gourmet. That's true. White Castle, like I would say, novelty wise, it's up there, but yeah, food wise, I mean. There were, used to be a Crystal Burger here in Houston. Yeah. And yeah. Matt and I definitely took a very um, Harold and Kumar-esque trip to get to it. I remember it taking hours to get there, but it was probably only like 30 minutes. <laughs> I remember loving it at the time, but it didn't stay yeah. in business, so there's probably a reason for that. There, there are Crystal Burgers, just not anywhere near us. Nor yeah. are there White Castles anywhere near us. No, I mean they have the shitty but, white castles yeah. that are frozen in the in the free, in the freezer section. So the funny thing about those is they taste pretty much exactly like the white castle sliders you get at the actual white castle yeah, restaurant. Yeah, they do. It's they really crazy. Do. They That's... taste exactly the same. So they're not that good. Did I just break their okay. hearts? They're both like they're gross. They're not that good. They're all right. Like the actual burgers or the ones, the frozen ones. We'll agree to disagree. Yeah, I mean, I think the ones that you buy frozen are definitely like. There's more grease when you when they're done, but maybe uh, a little bit more soggy, like the bun. Soggy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know I tried White Castle. I'm like, this is like pretty much the exact same thing as what I had, like frozen <laughs> the frozen burgers. Yeah, pretty much. It's like I would have thought it was going to be a lot better. All right, guys. Well, once again, it's time for booze news, booze, booze news, news, booze news. news. And this week, I was the one to pick the article, and so. I found a article from USA Today that was published on October 6, 2020. Ooh, and, timely. Yeah. And so article was titled, uh, Drowning Our Sorrows. American adults are drinking more alcohol amid COVID-19 study finds. So a new study shows that American adults, particularly women are drinking more amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Alcohol consumption has increased by 14% compared with a year ago. So basically this article is, is saying that, you know, with the COVID-19 pandemic and I guess people being people being quarantined and in a more secluded environment. And so with COVID-19 ongoing, uh, people are obviously at home more, or, or they were in the, you know, in the months following March and April, so um, people were drinking more, and it seems like this article was saying that you know there was an increase in consumption. So I, I feel like it's true. I don't yeah. feel like there's any debating at all. Yeah, the world's coming to an end, so it's time to fucking get wasted. Well, that's kind of the, the overall, yeah, the overall like idea I get too. But I mean, I know for me, like I definitely had some drinks during quarantine. I mean, I I wouldn't say more than normal, but. I feel like I feel like you actually drank more right before quarantine because uh, I was in San Diego. That's true. It was all you're doing. <laughs> but I mean, I guess overall, like, do you guys think the quarantine and pandemic has 
has increased your consumption or do you feel like it's been kind of the same? So I, I never actually quarantined. Like I've, I've been working the entire time. Matt, do you feel like you've drank more now than normal? No, like I wouldn't say so, especially since there's like no going, you know, when you're quarantining, you're not going out. So I don't really just like hang around at the house drinking booze really. So I wouldn't say that I feel like I like drink more. So here's the thing though. Like I feel like if I would have like, if I, if I had to quarantine for a certain amount of time, I definitely feel like I would have drank like all my booze. I would have drank a lot. If people are out of their jobs too, you know, got nothing to do. They're probably dude. I would have gotten well. Not only that, but a lot of people were like making like in at least in my industry, they were like making like a little bit of cash off of being fucking furloughed. So yeah. why not spend it at the liquor store? Let's drink some Trulies. Trulies, yeah. And so I think that was the that like that was another part of the article because I'll urge you a quote right now. So. There's a quote that says, any increases in alcohol use during the, during the pandemic could be a cause for concern, particularly if the increases stem from an attempt to cope with negative emotions associated with the crisis. So, yeah, I think the idea is that people were feeling kind of down for several reasons, whether it was because, you know, they were furloughed or because they were concerned about the pandemic, you know, getting sick or they had friends or family who were more more prone to being exposed. So I guess... Uh, the idea is that, or fuck it, it's the end of the world as oh, we yeah. know it, and I feel fine. It's so let's drink some booze. Yeah, so that they're trying to kind of cope through alcohol potentially. But I think like people aren't going out to bars or you know, well they can't so much. I know. So no, that's that was the other thing too is that like so there's a bunch of articles that are written recently that are saying that uh you know in home con- consumption is up like 300% and like liquor store sales well, are up like 300%. It's because you can't go to a bar. Yeah, you're not buying your booze at a bar. You're drinking them at home, you know, you're buying them from the liquor store to drink at home. Yeah. But I mean, I think during the pandemic like at least here in San Diego maybe not not at first, but after a while, I mean, bars and restaurants were, were doing to go. So I mean, I mean, margaritas to go or yeah, shit like that, yeah, the acaries, beers to go, yeah, drizzly, so, drizzly, yeah, took off probably. I have drizzly, dude. I'm all about drizzly. Yeah. So what do you? I mean, what do you guys have out there? We have yeah, drizzly, DoorDash, and um, I think that's all. I can tell you before the pandemic, you couldn't get like drive through margaritas. No, guys. So I think we had some good discussion about guilty pleasures. You know, we talked about burgers and snacks and just it was a good show. But I feel like the outro music Mm. should start right here. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Until next time. Until next time. Thanks, guys. As always, it's been fun. And. For anyone listening, please feel free to like us on Instagram and follow us for each show release, usually every Monday of the week. And if you are in the beer or wine or liquor industry and you want to have your brand on our show, reach out. We're always willing to try new things and you know, you know, enjoy good spirits and beers and wine. So feel free to reach out. Anyway, until next time, take care, and we will talk to you soon. I'm already feeling the buzz.
God, I hope that's the outro quote. I think I was too quick for you.